welcome back. Fresh new episode of the Breakfast Pizza Podcast. This is episode two, season two. Yeah, week one's under our belts. Yeah, so we're no longer speculating. Yeah. Well, I mean, we will, but we're not only speculating. Yeah, we, we have something to work off of. Not a lot, but we have something to work <laughs> off of. Um, so we're not just making everything up completely, yeah. just mildly. There's um, some things that have been, you know, solidified. Some things we're just more confused about. Yeah. But there's, there's something. Some, there's something. Um, and we'll get back into it. So we're going to go back to a similar format we had last year. So we're going to go through our toppings from week one. So, uh, Lucas, I'm going to let you kick us off All right. with your first topping. I don't know who saw it, but the daggone mixed reality panther. That was the coolest thing. I don't understand. I'm sure if I just read like a quick article, I would understand it, but I don't. I'm like, what? what's this some hologram Star Trek space technology kind of stuff going on? This is cool. So, so I assume it was just on the TV broadcast, right? Like well, it I wasn't guess like, probably. There wasn't like an actual hologram hologram. Yeah. Panther right. jumping around. So right. not but all that impressive. I know, but still, it was really cool. It I made mean, it look like it on TV. I think they've been doing that in movies awesome. for like I know. A it long was time. just cool. The okay. first time I watched it, I was like, oh dang, that's awesome. And I was like, all right, relax. It's not it's not as cool as you think. But I was still like, ah, it looks really cool. Which is I a thought lot, it was cool. Which is a lot like the game you watched on with those two teams. It's like, <laughs> oh that's cool. Like, well, <laughs> not not as cool as it thinks. Yeah. But uh, I thought it was really cool. That was all. Yeah. Um, my first topping is the fans are back and it makes football better. Yeah, buddy. So like the Chiefs Browns game, Travis Kelsey scores the go ahead touchdown, which is the first time the Chiefs led the whole game in the yep. fourth quarter. And he gets out, he doesn't have his helmet on, he's out screaming in the field, pumping the fans up, and I'm like I was juiced. I was too. I was like, come on, this I was is awesome. Too. Um and it was every game. Like, it was yep. SoFi Stadium on Sunday night. It was Allegiant Stadium last night. Yep. The fans were in there. They were loud. Like, Derek Carr is trying to quiet the crowd on third down. And I'm like, I, we haven't seen this. Yeah. Like, we haven't seen that at all. I know. Um, which I thought was amazing. Yeah. I'm interested to see if that affects any second-year guys. Um, especially, like, I thought of quarterbacks but like justin herbert was the first guy in my head but right. like i'm interested to see if that affects any second year guys who came in were fairly successful last year and right. so, now have a new dynamic like yeah, so, not, not that they haven't experienced it in college but i'm just interested I so like know. the same thing happened i think in the nba when they went in the bubble they yeah, had no fans bubble, completely different experience it changed every team right i thought the same thing happened on the pga tour no fans. It, it you did. saw all these new guys just trickle to the top. You did, yep. And granted, like Colin Morikawa, he stayed there. He's for real. But like, you saw there were more first-time winners than ever before. When the fans came back, it was like, all right, McElroy started winning like, again. The creams came back to the top, right? And I, I'm curious if we're going to see some of that. Me too. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. But the fans being back, it literally so changes great. everything. Because, like, last year, it didn't even matter if you were home or away. Nope. It didn't no matter. Um, yeah. So, I I was pumped. It made everything better. Yeah, it did. So good. Yeah, the fan cams. You could see fans. Yeah, the uh, 
misidentifying Stafford's wife. Also, the uh, <laughs> the uh, Washington football team had a pipe burst in their stadium. Oh yeah, some nice sewer on the fans. Yeah. Golly. Uh, Welcome to Washington football team football. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, also, I don't know if it was football or baseball. There was some sort of cat. Yeah. Uh, was that a baseball game? That was game? in Miami. I think it was football. Was it? I think it was Miami. Was it a if college game mistaken. or something? No, no, no. I think it was Miami. Like Miami Dolph. They played at Miami, right? I thought they played New England. Am I an idiot? Maybe I'm, I'm stupid. I'm I not, thought it was in Miami. I'm not going to say it, but... Yeah, I thought it was in Miami. All right, but anyways, that was that was my big takeaway. Okay, uh, second topping is man, I don't know what they did to Greg Z's back, Greg Zerline's back. That dude hit some of the worst kicks I've ever seen in my life on so, Thursday night. So let's not let's he not made, single, he made a big one at the end. Let let's not single Greg Z out. Uh, Special teams in general. Was the difference maker in a lot of games this weekend? I would say it was even so in the Pittsburgh game. The Pittsburgh the block punt, the block punt, the fumble, um, in Cleveland's Chiefs game, Kansas City. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the fum- or not the fumble. The well, he did fumble, picked it up, and then tried to run. Yeah, and then remembered he's a punter and <laughs> got tackled. Yeah, um, got crushed. Yeah, my dad at the end of the game was going, yep, you screwed up, dude. That's you. Yep, that's your hair. Um, I'm sure there was some of that somewhere on the internet. Probably. So if he cut his hair, he wouldn't have dropped the ball. Probably. Hair's, his fingers are greasy from his hair or something. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody uh, said it. If they didn't, you yeah. guys can use it for your own. There you go. Um, but then also in the Cincinnati game, when Zach Taylor decided to go for it on fourth down, that's – Basically, special teams, right? It could be. It you could consider it special teams. It could, yeah. They didn't punt. They didn't get it. They gave the Vikings a short field. Adam Thielen scores a touchdown. I mean, the Vikings were dead before that happened. Mm-hmm. That was the turning point of the entire yep. game. It switched. Um, so there was a lot of that, and I chucked some of that up to the first week. I do, too. And we'll get into the Greg Z thing. Like, the special teams in that game played a major part in the outcome. It just had to be in the toppings because I was watching a game. I was like, golly, this dude can't hit the broads. He missed the whole stadium almost on the first yeah. kick. I mean, the first one was bad. It was awful. Second was, one got closer, still bad. Yeah. Made well, I mean, like, the end, but in a short period of time, he went out for his first kick yeah. of the season. Then they got a turnover, scored a touchdown, had to go out for an extra point, missed it. Yep. And then get the ball back. All right, 61-yarder, go. And like a short span of time. Yeah. So I feel bad for him because he sort of got thrown through the ringer there right off the bat. He did, but I don't But also, that it's his him. job. It's also Greg Zerline, and he's been one of the best kickers in the league the last few years. So. Yeah. So, but he, uh, they said something about him having off-season back surgery. Yeah. Uh, so he hasn't limited kicked a all. lot of his reps, didn't kick very much. Yeah. Um, so I get it. I was just, that first kick, I was all like, right. oh, my Lord. Yeah, we'll get in. We'll my talk about topic. him. Somebody help Greg Z. Yeah, we'll talk about him a lot more. Um, but I'm glad you brought up sort of like the special teams in general because it was it a big factor. A um, because there were a lot of really good games. 
There were. There was a lot of close. I mean, there were a few blowouts, but most games. Most were games really were really good. close. Yeah. Um, my second topping was on Monday Night Football: the Manning and Manning <laughs> uh, mega cast on ESPN two. Yeah. If you didn't watch it, I don't know why. I didn't because I didn't know what was going on. I uh, saw it after the fact. It was awesome. Uh, he, someone had a meme or something of like a water hose, like a fire hose. <laughs> and it was like uh, Eli Manning giving us NFL information. It's like drinking from a water hose. Because yeah. they were like, they were digging into the levels like they would dig into. It is was it, just it, them sitting on a couch watching like football. Next level Tony Romo yeah. in the announcer's booth. Not trying to make it consumable to normal humans. Yeah. I like it. It was awesome. Ray Lewis is on there. They were making fun of Eli uh, for not knowing how to declare a Mike linebacker when he was a rookie. <laughs> so apparently, playing the Ravens, he came out and said, 52's the mic. Ray Lewis goes, I'm not the mic. He's the mic. And then Eli's like, oh, Ray's right. He's the mic. <laughs> uh, which is hilarious. That I is. mean, you know, that's that's up there with the Cam Newton one, the Clay Matthews. Like, oh, yeah. you've been watching film? Watch this. That's cool. Watch this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, it was awesome. It was literally just a dump of NFL information, like football overload. It was awesome. So, uh, final topping. Gonna end on a sad note here. Man, Fitzmagic is over before it ever started. I was so ready to root for Ryan Fitzpatrick this year. I love that guy. I get so excited to watch him play. And I was so hyped to watch him play the whole year and see what he could do when he is the guy. When it like starts out, you're the quarterback, you're going to start every game, you're going to play, instead of like coming in and playing hero ball. But man, now he's on IR with a hip injury. It's so sad. I was so ready to watch that dude play, throw four interceptions or touchdowns every week. I don't know which, maybe both, who knows. But it's over. Yep, feel real bad for him. Yeah. I'm real upset. I am. I'm, I'm sad. One of my favorite dudes there. Oh, well. I, yeah, know. they said he's on IR. They said possibly six to eight weeks. Um, I don't know what that means. Yeah, we'll see. IR shortened since COVID, so like you can go in there for this two or four games, so it doesn't really matter T. as Y. much. Hilton's on there as well. but Yeah, um, I assume uh, Murphy Bunting went on there after he dislocated his elbow, and then they showed the – Replay like 40 times on the first night. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's gone. Um, it's sad. It's looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, hopefully he does get back and play a few games at the end of the year. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, and then instantly everyone's like, oh, I bet they're going to get Cam Newton. I said, why? Yeah, why? Why? Like, oh, because of Ron Rivera. Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> Like, Ron Rivera was done with Cam when he was in Carolina. Yep. Ron Rivera is not... Ron Rivera and Cam Newton don't, just don't seem like a great fit to me at all. No. They don't, just don't mesh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Cam Newton did have a big thing this past week on, like, his own YouTube channel where his dad interviewed him. You know, his dad, Cecil 
who took all the money from Auburn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to get his for his son to go to school there or whatever. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yep. I remember they went to Alabama to play, and uh, the. PA worker for Alabama was playing take the money and run as Auburn came on the field and then got fired from doing that. Oh, that's beautiful. But they should have kept him. They should have given him a raise. They probably just put a mustache on him, changed his name and said, put him back in there. We have to fire you for optics. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Um, My final topping is I think we should be able to give the crown of the worst division away from the NFC East to the <laughs> NFC North. Now I know based on this, week one, this is an overreaction, but if the bears are adamant about not playing Justin Fields, they will stink. They might stink with him, but they're definitely going to stink. They're definitely going to stink without <laughs> him. The only highlights from their game were when he came in. Yeah. Um, they came in he threw a first down pass on second. He threw a good pass on second down, and then Andy Dalton came back in and threw a pick. Um, <laughs> again, like I understand, Andy Dalton's a veteran. He has experience. He had some good years in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. He's not in Cincinnati. I, he was in Dallas last year. He's with maybe one of the most talented teams he's ever been on, and he stunk. Yeah. Stunk. Yeah. <laughs> um, but their defense is still really good. The Bears. Yeah. Yeah, they play good D. Um, the Vikings, they stunk until the Bengals basically said, please get back in the game. <laughs> and then they, they tried pre- to lose it. I, here's the deal. We need to shorten overtime. If we go through four possessions and no one scored, you both lose. It's not a tie. <laughs> you both lose. No. Oh, okay, if they give everybody losses, I'm okay with that. Yeah, like, I want no ties. Right, right. Like, I, you should have won. Like, we're not tying. You both lose. <laughs> I'm more okay with that than I am a tie. I mean, come on. Like, if they both kick field goals, and then they go to sudden death, and then they go and they run out of time, that's one thing. Because at least, like, they tried to score, at and least they did. They did. Yeah. But, like, going 0-0 for 15 minutes at the end of a game... When all when you aggression is like it's not like not scoring in the first quarter, which right. is bad. This is completely different. Yeah, you're trying to win the game in a quarter. You're not holding anything back. Um, the Lions are pretty much what we thought they were. They came out, they stunk. Uh, DeAndre Swift is very good. He looked great. He did. I'm not a believer yet. We'll see. Um. He's supposed to be their number two back. He had more carries and yards than their number one back. Well, Swift is supposed to be the guy that... uh, Well, so they got Jamal Williams from Green Bay. Right, but most, at least fantasy-related stuff, because that's where I paid most attention, like most people are expecting Swift to emerge as the guy. Um, Yeah, well, especially third down, passing downs, he's the guy, Especially, but also to to take over some of their... Anyway... He pretty much did this past weekend. Yeah. Um, but they're still not very good. Um, they, d- I mean, they came back in when the 49ers were basically playing yeah. base defense. And they not- did. Uh, they got knocked down, and their coach told them, all right, boys, 
Tell him to get kneecaps. back up. Let's take a kneecap off. I yeah. forget who was call who was calling that game. I forget who was calling it, but uh, somebody at one point did did literally say the 49ers are out there with extra knee pads on, and I laughed so hard. Uh, I forget who was calling Mark it. Sanchez. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Somebody said something at some point early in the game. They're like, 49ers ready to go, extra knee pads on, and I busted out laughing, and everybody um, turned and looked at me in the room. They're like, what's so funny? I was like, let me tell you about Dan Campbell. Yeah, so, uh, and then the Packers. They Woo! stunk it up. Yeah, it was yeah. it was real bad. Um and I I just think if the Packers don't I think they'll improve, they're gonna be better. But really, in reality, it's Super Bowl or bust with them. It is. And it looks more like bust than Super Bowl. I agree. Because that defense looked awful, which the defense was on the field for almost the entire game because the offense looked awful. Yeah. It did not help. Um, I did see on a uh, interview today with Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show, he explained the first interception <laughs> where he threw what looked like an absolutely horrendous pass <laughs> towards Devontae Adams. Um, he said, if you go watch it back, he took two fists right to the crotch Ooh. as he was throwing the ball. <laughs> He's like, I guess I should have played through that. <laughs> He's like, but. That's what happened. And I'm like, I'm not going to go back and look for that, but I'll believe him. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I'm not going to go back and look to see, but. Yeah. Um, but either way, they stunk. Um, and maybe they improve and they get a lot better. But even if they get a lot better, the rest of that division stinks real bad. Yeah. I mean, real bad. That, the Vikings will probably... For later in the year, they might look like they can play for a few games. They usually do that. They might win seven games. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe but usually not. at some point in the year, they play, they get hot. Kirk Cousins kind of gets hot. Defense I know, gets but that defense that is so bad. I know the defense doesn't play as bad for a few games, and they look like they might do something, and then they fall I mean, this is again. Joe Burr's it's, first game since a torn ACL. Yeah. Joe Burrow's a good player. Though, I, think I think he's a good player, but it's his first game back, and he was still getting hit. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, the Bengals aren't a lot better than they were last year. They're not a lot. They are better. Joe Mixon looked really good too. He did. Um, They're a lot better than they were without Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. I'm just year. saying. I think at the end of the season, they will be the worst division in football, and not the NFC East. It might also be the AFC South. Because <laughs> the Colts and the Titans, it could be based on My week goodness. one performances. The Titans, especially, good God! Yeah, it was horrible. I don't. That one was the one that blew me away. Yeah, that so because that I thought one the Packers, Julio Jones, Derrick Henry, AJ Brown. I thought they were going to do great, and then Chandler Jones has five sacks and two forced fumbles. <laughs> He single-handedly beat the Texans. Well, the Texans, the Titans. Uh, Kyler Murray ran 45 yards to throw a 10-yard pass, which yeah. was it, it. It was so hard to watch because it reminded me of every single one of those stupid games against Oklahoma, <laughs> when he literally just he just scampered around the field like our defense wasn't there. Yeah, which it pretty much wasn't. Having nightmares. Yeah, like it was like a recurring Flashbacks, dream. Like, oh, back in um, are you you guys have never seen this before? 
Also, you should have talked to us. Here's your extra topping. This one's free of charge. Okay. Right. I am sick and tired of these announcers going on here and telling us stuff about how these teams are when they obviously have not watched a <laughs> single bit of tape on this team. <laughs> yeah. They've looked at the stats on this team. Yeah. And the pro football focus numbers, and that's all they and know. And then they go. I heard I heard Collinsworth say the words about Matt Stafford. Like I said, I don't remember what game. He literally said, you know, Stafford over there in L.A., uh, he's looked really good in the preseason, and I think they might be somebody to contend with. You know, when I went back and started watching film of Stafford in Detroit over the offseason, I was like, man, this guy's pretty good. I, I didn't know Stafford was that good, but he was making some great throws over the middle of the field. He was manipulating safeties. You know, Stafford's good. And I'm like, Collinsworth, we, where have you been? We all know this. We all know Stafford's good. You're the only person who doesn't know Matt Stafford's good. It's crazy. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, it just happens all the time. And you hear people talk about stuff, and you're like, oh. I'm like, how did you not know this? <laughs> how did you? What have you watched? Yeah. What have you you're watched? listening to Mike Greenberg. Like, oh, it looks like the Steelers team. are having trouble blocking. <laughs> Where have you been for the last two years? As I say, admittedly, as a Pittsburgh fan, yeah, we're having trouble blocking. So, Let's go there. We're done with our toppings. Now All we're right. going to talk about our teams. Let's do it. And I assume most people that are listening to our podcast, they listen to it because they listen to me just <laughs> dance the Steelers, and you do the same to the Cowboys. That's right. Um, so we're going to start with the Steelers. And uh, they won this week. What a statement. Come out of the gates. <sighs> Come out of the gates hot, boys. The Buffalo Bills, we went to New York, and we handed it to the Bills. Week one. Oh, handed it. We whooped them. Whooped them? We won, didn't we? We're, we're taking statements, and we're we running won, with didn't them. won, didn't we? Oh, gosh. 1-0. What a statement. What a statement. Last year, the Buffalo Bills, you know, Josh Allen's MVP caliber, which I still think he's good, but, you know, I, I still think... You know, I like Josh Allen, but Josh Allen's so, such a great quarterback. Buffalo Bills are Super Bowl contenders, and this is supposed to be their year. You know, stinking the FPIs like Bills will win the Super Bowl, which I didn't buy into anyway. But we go uh, to Buffalo. I mean, I've been a victim of the FPI. Yeah, very recently. <laughs> yeah, but we go to Buffalo and we win Week One. Yeah, the defense looked better than I expected it to look. I will say, it was a good. Win for the Steelers. I think it was a, I think it was a great win. One great of win. one of a few that they're going to have. Um, there is still so here's the thing, and I, and I said this last year when we did our first episode. I think it was in week four when they beat the Texans, and you were just glowing. We're four and oh, oh my gosh! Is like them. They beat the Giants. Somebody else. Then they beat the Texans. I was like, all those teams stink. Right, I, I, I mean, we proceeded to go eleven and zero. Right against a bunch of other teams that basically stunk. Well, we're gonna see this year. Our schedule's uh, tough. We're gonna the see. schedule's much tougher. But what I saw in those early games, and it didn't start as early. So at the beginning of the season, they ran the ball a little bit, and then they went to playground football, and then they scored some points and won late. And 
Every game. Every single game. There was a lot of ugly wins. They were wins. They were, right? They won that game because of a blocked punt. And they also won that game because Josh Allen decided that he was too good (laughs) to take what was given to him. He wanted to score 50-yard touchdowns. He didn't want first downs. He did. And I'm... The defense did. They played well. They played better than I thought they would play. There's no question about that. Um, Our linebackers played well. Melvin Ingram made a difference. Right, right. I, I don't disagree with those things. There was, in the fourth quarter, there was a pass that Josh Allen threw... Melvin Egram jumped up in the air to try to bat it, missed it, and literally face-planted into Josh Allen's helmet. And the rest of their stared at it and didn't throw I was like, I mean, like, granted, it wasn't like he, like, speared him, but he went helmet to helmet into the quarterback, and they didn't throw a flag, which is wrong. Um, I did see Minka Fitzpatrick get his ankles broken <laughs> twice by Josh Allen. I thought it was hilarious. I did see, uh, um, I don't know who it was, but it was right off the bat in the early game, 27. I don't even know the defensive back for Pittsburgh. Josh Allen ruined his ankles, too. He just kind yeah. of swerved left. And the I would say the dirt. Cam Sutton had a pretty good game. I think he's a good player. I think, I think he had a good game. I was surprised. Um, Edmonds didn't lose the game for them. I still he don't like do him. He didn't do anything. Yeah, I still don't but, like him. If I don't um, hear about him, it's best. And then... I mean, the block punt was the biggest play of the game. That was the turning point. I agree. Uh, I agree. Deontay Johnson didn't. He had one or two drop. One drop, I think, which was his problem last year. He did in the back of the end zone. So they had some players that made some good plays. Yeah, Claypool's catch up the right side. Here's the problem. That was wild. Here's the problem. Here we go. Too many times last year, as they were on their way to eleven and zero, did they go first half fifty yards of offense, second half. Playground football, squeak out a win. And we heard the same thing. We find a way to win when it matters. So, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. That offensive line ain't better than it was last year. Not yet. That run game. It might be, though. Didn't get resurrected with Najee Harris. Not yet. And that defense is not as good as it showed up on week one because week one was more about the inefficiencies of the Bills' offense than it was the Steelers' defense, although the Steelers' defense is still good. One of the best defenses in the NFL, but it's not that good. But it's not transcendent. Right, right. Like, yeah. I mean, they were ready to crown them steel curtain for shutting down Josh Allen when Josh no, Allen I agree. Whole, they wholeheartedly are, gave that away. Yeah, at the moment, I would put them in the above-average category. Right, right. I but, wouldn't put them in – I mean, we'll see what Washington's defense didn't show up for crap. So, yeah. I don't know who has a dominant defense in the NFL right, right now. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens next week because the Raiders – I mean, are the Raiders great? No. But the Raiders have but a good offensive can line. Can they expose you if you've got holes? Yes. Good offensive line, good running game. Darren Waller is a problem. He is. Uh, Henry Ruggs, speed. Uh, Jay Jones, Zay speed. Jones. Zay, yeah. close enough. Yeah. Who's, uh, I forget the guy's name, 83, that had a couple big plays for him that they were talking about emerging last night. He made a couple catches. I thought 83 is Waller. You're talking about 84. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
Not 83. 84. I don't remember. But I don't know who's it. Crosby. The def- that boy plays hard as crap. Yeah, he's pretty good. He hustles. Yeah, he, he is. He impressed uh, the heck out of me last night. He is very good. Um, so that'll be a good game. That'll tell us more about what? <laughs> Just nothing. <laughs> okay. Um, that'll tell us more about both teams. It will. I. Go ahead. Be excited. It'll I be one and zero. It'll I'm be happy. all the more fun when it falls. I'm happy. We, do we have issues? Yes. Was I sad to see us not be more successful running the ball? Yes. I I am. I would very much like to see. I don't know why we're paying Derek Watt, but I wish we would make some use out of him. Line up in an I formation and with two tight ends and and run, please. Um. I would very much like to see that. I think we need to do that as opposed to doing the swings and slants and all that junk. Um, they Lots talked of about, slants. At one point, they were like uh, Ben on like a third and short or something like that. He audibled out of a run and threw all it right. out wide. And uh, the announcers were like, you know, when you got an eight, you know, most guys, you just, you would run that ball, but you got an 18 year veteran, you trust him to make the right decision. No, no, no. He slings no. it out, and it's essentially a running play. And I, I literally thought, I thought, that is not what I want. I would rather him not do that. Right, right. Stop doing that. Run the ball. Yeah. Don't don't swing it out. I hate when you swing it out. Run the ball. Um, and then on the flip side, the Bills went for it and turned it over on downs twice. One of those times was the worst play <laughs> I've ever seen. It was like fourth and one. And they line up and Josh Allen acts like he's going to sneak then pulls back and throws it five yards backwards. <laughs> like, it was confusing I mean, to watch. They were in man coverage. Yeah. How was that going to work? <laughs> I don't know. Like it was bad. And also, Josh Allen's six foot six. He's not sneaking underneath the offensive line. All right, we see you. Yeah. <laughs> I, that was the worst play call I saw all weekend. Um, but speaking of uh, no running games, we're going to talk about the Cowboys now. Yeah. So, first of all, I think at some point during the season, everyone who said Josh Allen is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott is going to eat those words. Based off what I saw, he did not get better. He was worse. Week one, you're correct. He was bad. He did not play well. One of the worst quarterback performances of week one. Mm. Right up there with Aaron Rodgers. No, good Lord, no. It was up there with Aaron Rodgers. It was Trevor Lawrence and Trevor Lawrence. Aaron Rodgers threw 148 yards or something. No. Josh Allen had the most completion incompletions. I he didn't play good, but he it was threw not the Aaron ball Rodgers 50 bad. times. It was not Aaron Rodgers bad. Aaron Rodgers bad? I mean, maybe not, but it was not it was bad. <laughs> it, was it was bad. It was not Aaron Rodgers bad. It was in it was closer to Aaron Rodgers than it was Dak Prescott. It was closer to Aaron Rodgers than it was Kyler Murray. Oh, my gosh. We can't give any credit here. He's on your fantasy team. <laughs> I know, and it hurts. You know that hurting feeling when, you know, I had Stephon Diggs you on my fantasy great? team, Friday, too. Friday, I turned on the TV, 
flipped it on. And people were like, yep, Buccaneers won. We knew they were going to win. But uh, Dak Prescott is awesome. It must feel good to lose and then so, get praise heaped on you. So I picked the Buccaneers to win because I had zero fa- – like everything was lined up against were, the Cowboys. You were like, you were very honest. You were very like – I will like, give you credit for the way you went into that. Like, I was like, I want the Cowboys to win, but – like, I just don't think there's a chance. Like, it's ring night. The fans are back. They're at home. It's Tom Brady. Prescott's coming off injury. Our defense is not great. Yeah, and new D coordinator. Yeah. Uh, Zach Martin's out. Their interior defensive line is unbelievable. Everything's lined up for this to go yeah. horribly Which, wrong. Did you see, I don't even know who it is, the defensive tackle for Tampa Bay, the guy with long hair. Vita Bea. Yeah, Vita Bea. He absolutely abused <laughs> the interior yeah. of the Cowboys um, because he's very good. So, a couple things. Anyway. All right, so the Cowboys lost. And I'm allowed to take, as a fan, I'm allowed to take a moral victory for my team in that game because they played way better both sides of the ball than I thought they were going to. Right? They, I would agree. they made some stops on defense. They made plays. And there were certain times you're like, oh, this looks like a defense. <laughs> right? right? Like, they yeah. attacked the running game. Neither team ran the ball no. a whole lot because they no. were both doing a good job at stopping the run. The, the Cowboys working. The Cowboys made a conscious effort to not, to not really try. Agreed. Because they knew if they were going to run the ball, it had to be outside. They weren't running inside. They knew it. Mm-hmm. Um, so their their plan was to crack back on David and White, the linebackers, and get outside because that was their chance. And they did it a couple times. Zeke had one 13-yard run. People were calling, Zeke can't run anymore. He's not any good. I'm like, they didn't try. It's not because he's not any good. It's because it just wouldn't have worked. They I wouldn't agree have been that able they to didn't do it. try. Yeah. And I didn't learn much about how good their running game is going to be because right. they didn't try. But what I did learn is Amari Cooper's healthy again. And he's So he's I'm good. I'm confused as to I was a little bit confused. I thought maybe somebody knew something I didn't, but all the offseason talk about how CD Lamb was gonna be the number one, CD Lamb was gonna be the guy that like yeah. took over and kind of broke out of the pack. I in the back of my head I'm like Amari Cooper Cooper's good, right? Like Amari Cooper yeah. has been really good his whole career. And he was good before injury, like last year. Like yeah. he was good. It was it was very Amari steady. Amari Cooper didn't go away. It was very steady last year. There was no big Yeah, but he, he's good. Amari he is Cooper's good. good player and he showed it. Right. But he never showed up in a transcendent way last year. He's but not. he was dealing with foot injuries. Yeah. Which he got corrected in the offseason, allegedly. Um, it's always a legend when someone says they fixed something yeah, in the offseason. Yeah. Uh, he looked like a different player. He looked really good. He looked like top-tier Amari Cooper. Yeah. Uh, in and out of his breaks. He's he's an outstanding route runner. One of the best. Yeah. Uh, C.D. Lane with the ball in his hands. Electric. He is. He's a great he's player. Very good. Gallup got hurt. That's not great. But Cedric Wilson came in. He's pretty good, too. Yeah. Like they have a deep they've got core. a lot of talent. Dalton Schultz and Blake uh, Jarwin. Well. Blake Jarwin. They they Both those guys good. played well. Um but I mean like 
uh, I, I was very happy with the way they played. Uh, bad news for the NFL. Um, Antonio Brown looks like Antonio Brown. I was so sick and disgusted of everything going on Thursday night. I mean, he looked. We had a he looked Ricky, like the old Antonio Ricky Brown messaging us before. Is like, what do you hope happens? It's like zero zero tie. Everyone comes home sad. Yeah. I don't want anyone to do anything. Yeah. I hate Tom Brady. I hate the Cowboys. I hate Antonio Brown. I hope no one does anything. And here is a great game between these two teams. Everybody looks good. Antonio Brown's catching touchdowns. Dick Chris guts back, and I was just at home like this is just disgusting. I hate all of this. I mean, uh, the Cowboys. Uh, so Trayvon Diggs, you roll your eyes every time I talk about him. I know him. he did play well. You talked at, all last year. I'm like, hey, he's pretty good. He's pretty. He got lucky. Carson Wentz is throwing in the ball. I'm yada wrong. yada yada. I still wasn't wrong. He locked down Mike Evans. All right. Locked him down. Did he lock him down or was Antonio Brown just far too open to even try to throw the ball to Mike Evans? Oh, that was the other part. <laughs> um, they have so many weapons. If you're doing a good job, we'll just go somewhere else because we don't have to go over here. I was going to say, if Antonio Brown is 70 or 80% of old Antonio Brown, it's going to be completely impossible to stop Tom Brady this year. Well, because then you got Gronk. Yep. And Gronk Gronk looked better Thursday night than he did in any point last year. Yeah. By a lot. Yeah. If Gronk is 60 or 70% of himself, if Antonio Brown's 70% of himself, right. they're going to be impossible to stop. So, again, I the Cowboys... So, credit to the coaching staff. They didn't try to, like, we're going to force this. I agree. They looked at the defense and said, hey, we have advantages all over the secondary. Good game plan. Let's get it out there. And they did. They did. Good game plan, good Dak execution. looked good. He completed. He looked really good. He threw some unbelievable passes. He threw some great balls. He threw a few that just were. They were a little off. They weren't. They were off short in yeah, the dirt. And I was like, early. Oh, that was weird. Those were early. But I'm not too worried about that. Yeah. And I wouldn't be if I'm a Dallas fan. No. He looked really good. He looked really good. I'm pumped about it. Um, Zeke's definitely skinnier, but... Uh, dude, he was picking up crucial blocks, though. That's yeah. one of the things about his game that no one Can ever talks about. he has the worst hair in the league? It doesn't look great. I, I just... Man... Talk about needing. A I don't know about worse. Did, so you didn't see Cam Newton's interview. He had on the, <laughs> looked like a cowboy hat. It's not worse. Robbie Anderson is still in the league. Well, that's true. You can't out. You can't out bad Robbie Anderson. Yeah. Or Aaron Rodgers. God, did he look sixty-five in the post-game interview or what? Yeah. So <laughs> anyway. this was my thought. So not to sidetrack off the Cowboys, but my thought with Aaron Rodgers this weekend was. Remember when they drafted Jordan Love because they thought they were seeing a decline in Aaron Rodgers? Mm-hmm. What if last year was an anomaly? I mean, what if he's actually not that good anymore? Well, he just won MVP. And I that's know. Hard to do if you're not good. What if he's just not motivated like he was because he's? I could believe that. I mean, I don't. know. It's, but to go back to a team that, like, I. And beyond excited about the Cowboys season. Um, I think they are on gonna be on an upward trend. The fact that Fitzpatrick got hurt probably makes things 
even easier for them. Um, some people are ready to crown the Philadelphia Eagles as the next great thing, but they forgot that they were playing the Falcons, who were not good. I mean, I don't they know. didn't look good. Is there a college quarterback that people were wanting? Because that's what they're going to get. <laughs> Matt Ryan looked awful. Everything was terrible. Their defense is bad. They stink. Yeah, it did not look good. And then you thought maybe, like, oh, it's because of Julio Jones. Well, he can't do nothing anywhere either. I think the Falcons' offense at least will get it together a little bit. Matt Ryan hasn't played good football since the first half of that Super Bowl. (laughs) That's not entirely true. He's still a good quarterback. Ah, good. He is. He's good. still. I think Matt Ryan's still a good quarterback. Is he great? No. Is he good? All yeah. right. Whatever. Um. All right. So we had picks last week. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So we started our game day pick'em thing, which, mm-hmm. by the way, if you haven't joined yet, there's still plenty of time because I'm in the lead at eight and eight. <laughs> Yeah, I was. I don't know what my record is, but it's terrible uh, as heck. So last week I picked Buffalo, uh, Tampa Bay, Cleveland, Indy, and Las Vegas. So I got, I got two of those right. Yeah, I'm. I was. Oh, well, you got not, three right. I then. did not do. Yeah, but I did not do well. On the pick'em? On the pick'em. Yeah, you didn't. I'm uh, seven um, and nine. I guess not that much yeah, worse. But. So, not that great, but you know what did go well? My fantasy football team. Heck yeah. Um, I was talking to you earlier. I had Kyler Murray starting, um, which was good. Because, good week to have Kyler Murray. Uh, the guy I was playing had DeAndre Hopkins, so I texted him. was like, hey, I need Kyler Murray to stop throwing him the ball. Yeah. He's like, I need... Hopkins threw himself the ball. <laughs> and then uh, he stopped throwing the ball to Hopkins, threw two touchdowns to Christian Kirk, and then ran one in. And I was like, perfect. That's what I needed. Um, I also have Nick Chubb, who just can't be tackled. He's so good. <laughs> he is so good. And then they talk about the fourth quarter. And they're like, in the fourth quarter, he averages like 11 yards per carry. Like, this doesn't sound real. Yeah. Because it doesn't. That's a Madden stat. Like, it's just, that's not a real thing. And then he just bounces off people. Yeah. He looks, he is, so, I know there's a lot of good running backs. He's the guy that I really, I don't like the Browns, but if I'm going to watch running back, Nick Chubb's a guy that I watch, and I literally just stare, and my jaw drops, and I'm like, holy cow. So we have a lot of, there's a lot of explosive backs in the league, so like, Christian McCaffrey. Dalvin Cook, Kamara. He's, I think, the best. Running the ball, I'll take Chubb. All day. I agree. Yeah. He, t- he never... And you know who might be the second best? Lay it on me. Kareem Hunt. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's not I even... I don't know about that. I'm... Kareem Hunt's very good. It, there's no break for any defense playing Cleveland. <laughs> No. Wait, uh, you get a breather from Nick Chubb only get hit in the mouth by yeah. Kareem Hunt. But then, so like my receivers, I had Chris Godwin, C.D. Lamb, um, T. Higgins, Cooper Cup. Then I had T.J. Hawkinson and Chase Edmonds. Yeah. I had a good week. Yeah, you did. And your league's 
being a dynasty league, a little different dynamics yeah. as far as guys, but you do, uh, yeah, good week. I had a good week. Both of my teams won. I play in a ESPN league and a Yahoo league. Scoring's a little different each. Uh, good wins in both. My ESPN squad, though, those boys went hard this week. Um, I got Dak Prescott, my quarterback, Alvin Kamara, DeAndre Hopkins, TJ Hawkinson, uh, Chris Carson, Miles Sanders, Calvin Ridley. I get to play three flexes in this league. One tight end, one quarterback, one receiver, one running back, and then three flexes. So Ridley, Sanders, Carson, my flexes. Um, Ridley was my only dud, pretty much. Everybody else was solid. Hopkins and Hawkinson, above solid. Great weeks for those guys. Um, also pretty psyched. Um, I got Jalen Waddle, Jamar Chase on my bench, who both played well week one. Dallas Goddard played well. Latavius Murray's on my bench. I think he might end up being a steal by the end of the year. Those guys played well. Got a win. My other league, Matt Stafford. I love Matt Stafford so much. Uh, he showed up big time. Stephon Diggs did not. Jeff and Justin Jefferson did not. McCaffrey did what McCaffrey's going to do all year, put up 20 points. Edwards Hilaire didn't really do anything. Logan mm. Thomas caught a touchdown and saved his butt. Keenan Allen, fine. Um, so I kind of eked out a win in that league. McCaffrey and Stafford carried the rest of the guys. But but good week, 1-0, both, both leagues. Good start. Nobody's on IR after week one, which is new the last three years. Yeah, that's, for me. that's a big After thing. week one, my first-round draft pick has been on IR. So um, that matters. So let's talk sleepers for next for this coming week in fantasy football. Um, sleepers. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know how much of a... Yeah, I don't know. Jarvis Landry did not... He kind of saved it with a rushing touchdown yesterday and ended up putting up decent numbers, but as long as Odo Beckham stays out, I think Jarvis Landry might be fairly viable uh, as a, at least, maybe not a, even not a one, but he's a solid play, flex, or wide receiver too, maybe. So, I think a lot of people, I haven't heard anyone talk about Jarvis Landry. It seems uh, like he's just forgotten. So, my favorite comparison of Jarvis Landry is a Heinz Ward type of receiver. I can see that. I like that comparison. Yeah. Like a workhorse receiver that does everything, doesn't cause any problems, and just, that's what he seems like. He does that. Yeah. The Cleveland Browns aren't the Cleveland Browns without him. He fits what they do better than Beckham does. So it's like, they are better with him and out Beckham than they would be with Beckham and without him. I think I it depends on how they used him, I guess, but I still think that. Um my sleeper would be Goddard for this coming Dallas week. Goddard. Uh playing San Francisco. They just gave up a bajillion yards to T J Hawkinson. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't think he's as good as T J Hawkinson, but if you have him, probably worth putting him in because another guy who might be worth an ad. Um I don't have him, but Mark Ingram Marking him at 26 carries. Yeah. I did not see that coming. Uh, Huge amount of carries. Put up yeah, Brandon Cooks had a good day. 
Yeah, so I don't know if this is just a fluke, but the carries is what encourages me about yeah, Ingram yeah. because it's hard to find a running back who has 20 carries. Right. I don't care who they are. I think yep. he only averaged like three yards an attempt, which is atrocious. But if they're going to hand him the ball hey, 20 that's, times. That's what the Houston Texans did to Steve Slayton when he got there. Yeah. He scored like 100, 100 yards, 100 yards, 100 yards. And then you look and it's like just three yards a carry. They yeah. were just abusing him. Yep. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe just pick him up right until the wheels fall off, especially yeah. if you had a Baltimore Ravens running back going into the year. Yeah. Um, what's funny is when J.K. Dobbins went down, uh, someone in my league, he traded another guy in my league, Amari Cooper, for Gus Edwards. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, he took the fattest L I've ever seen. Holy cow. Oh, yeah. That's... And it's a dynasty league, so now he just... (sighs) Yeah. Uh, Big losses there. Yeah. Um, All right, so now we're going to do some game picks for next week. Um, I was trying to look through the games for next week, see what we wanted to pick. Um Obviously, we're going to pick the Cowboys in the Pittsburghs games. Um, predictable results. Yeah, so I'll take Dallas against the Chargers, <laughs> and I'll take Las Vegas against Pittsburgh. I will uh, take the opposite of that. That's fine. Shock. Shock and awe. Shock and awe. Yeah. Uh, and then Kansas City-Baltimore, which will be a good game. Yeah. Um, that's the Sunday night game. Um, I got the Chiefs. Yeah, all same. day. Same until Baltimore can beat Kansas City. I'll always pick Kansas City. Yeah, I'm taking. I'm taking the Chiefs. No, um, I don't even have to think about it. And then what about the uh, so the Thursday night game this week? <laughs> I mean, interesting pick. They gotta quit putting this stupid division on prime time. But the games are always good. They always get viewers. Everyone always watches There's because so many other games I'd rather watch. I, I know. Like you can hate it. But of course it gets viewers. It's like, the only game on. There, the NFC East teams are in like the biggest sports markets in I America. Know, but golly, I'm sick of watching <laughs> this crap. So I, I will admittedly say, last week I said. The NFC East is going to be way better than people think they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Cowboys were way better on Thursday night than most people thought they were going to be. The football team, they didn't disappoint, but they didn't support how good. Yeah. I think what might have happened week one is the Giants still have a chance to do what the I thought the Giants might do. It's going to be a middling yeah. hand team. I think maybe the Eagles and the football team might switch. And instead of the football team challenging Dallas, maybe it's the Eagles. Maybe I, it's not. Maybe it's so, a fluke. I don't know. And by challenge... The chances of there being more than one team... It's not happening. Over 500. Oh, I was, thought you were going to say playoffs. I'm just going over 500. 500, okay. <laughs> Washington without Fitzpatrick? Around 500, maybe. Maybe. Their defense looked worse. Their and defense has to play like it did last year, not like it did week right. one. Yeah. Um, and outside <laughs> of Terry McLaurin, they have nothing on offense. Yeah, Antonio Gibson's supposed to be very good. Did not look at week one. Yeah. Um, so, 
But the Giants, they stunk. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones stinks. Um, it's that experiment is over. They can't do it. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah. Um. I don't even know who to pick in that game. Saquon didn't play a whole lot in the first game uh-huh. against the Broncos. Easy I think the Broncos are a little better than people probably give them credit for, but I don't think they're great. Old Teddy Two Gloves. He's, uh, <laughs> he's like a worse version of Alex Smith. I don't think he's that good. That's a worse version. Ugh. Um, That's tough. I'm going to take the Giants. I, I was going to take the football team. I think maybe their defense shows up week two. Yeah. Maybe. Um, and then the other interesting game that I saw. Um, I like the uh, Titans-Seahawks game myself. Yeah, that was the one. So I was thinking Titans-Seahawks or even um, the oh, – trying to find it now. Panthers, the Bills, Saints. and Dolphins. Bills and Dolphins. Panthers, Saints. Bills, oh, let's Dolphins do them both. Well. Okay. Why not? Uh, Titans, Seahawks. Man, I don't know what the heck to think about the Titans now. They have got me very confused. Um, the Seahawks did what I thought they would do week one. Why? Do, eh, Titans bounce back week. I don't know. I'll take the Titans. I was going to take the Titans too. I yeah. can't take Seattle. <laughs> No, I take that back. I take Seattle because the Tennessee defense couldn't stop anything. That's absolutely true. You might as well call that thing. Never mind. I'm not going to. Never mind. <laughs> I thought about saying, yeah, might as well call their defense a COVID vaccine because it can't really prevent anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that was funny. Sorry. Uh, I was like, should I make the joke? Should I not make the joke? I like it. Yeah, that's when I, I was laughing it. earlier and you wasn't sure what I was laughing about. I, I'm still not going to say it, but yeah. it was a similar thing where I was like, that's very funny, but I probably shouldn't say that. Yeah. Um, Buffalo, Miami. I take Buffalo. I'm I ta- still believe in well, Buffalo. You know what? I'm taking Miami. What? Yeah. You believe in old Tua Tunga nope. But I believe less in Buffalo. I was like, who the heck? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, so it's interesting because there was a lot of because of the off season where there wasn't a lot of salary cap, the salary cap didn't increase. You have a lot of teams that normally you would see them make moves in free agency. They weren't really making moves. They were just trying to get under the cap. Mm-hmm. So free agency didn't really exist. If it was, there it was wasn't players. A huge, there wasn't a lot of happening. Yet. There was a lot of collateral cuts. And people got league minimum contracts. There wasn't a lot of big signs, you know. Yeah. And players knew that. So, like, Juju probably would have been one of the bigger signings of other teams. Sat on it for a year. But he decided to sit on it at Pittsburgh where he can run 10 slants a game. Good God. And put up a bunch of stats and then go get paid big somewhere else. He can take all his TikTok with him. Right. He can take that with him. Um. He can. Well, he's already teaching the younger guys. Don't worry. Najee Harris has probably got an account coming. I I tell you what, somebody needs to go in there and slap every one of them that has a TikTok I don't know, account. I don't know how devastated you would be if you saw that Najee Harris was doing TikTok dances on the football field. 
I'd be devastated to see anybody else doing it. Although it wouldn't surprise me to see Claypool doing it. Uh, he's big Twitch streamer. Yeah, I know. I I don't get it. I feel like such a grumpy old guy, but I'm just so yeah. sick of it. I'm, I'm those guys' age, and I'm just like, please stop. But there wasn't a whole lot please of moves. Stop. So the teams that you're seeing that sort of made up ground are teams that got players back from injury, mm-hmm. that they were still under contract. They didn't sign anyone. They're just getting players healthy. Right. Or that opted out or something like that. Yeah, New like England that. had a bunch of yeah. guys opt out. But, like, so I think New England's a pretty good team this year. I do, too. I picked them week one, and uh, I was wrong, but I think they'll be good. I think they'll be good, too. I think Mac Jones is pretty good. So far, I'm a believer. I, I believe in him a lot more than I believe in Daniel Jones he or fits, Tua. He fits that system much better. He does. Um, and I like a lot of things I heard out of him in training camp as far as, like, leadership and intangibles. Yeah. I like that, and I think that makes a huge difference. Yeah, and so I think they're better. They're better this year than they were last. Yeah. Absolutely. I still think they need help in the offensive special skills area. I agree. I agree. Um, but I definitely think they're better. Yep. So, I don't know. I believe more in Miami than I do Buffalo because Buffalo. Well, that depends on your level of expectation. As in, I think Miami will get closer or they have a better chance to achieve what people expect them to achieve than Buffalo has a chance to achieve what people expect them to achieve. As in, Miami will be what people think they are. Buffalo might fall short of what people think they are, but I think Buffalo will be a better team than Miami. See, I don't know. That was very confusing. People think Buffalo Super Bowl contender. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I think Buffalo will struggle to win the division. I think it's going to be a dogfight. I don't know about struggle. It'll be a dogfight. I don't think they'll win it handily. As in, I don't think they'll run away with it. I don't know that I don't think the gap between one and two is very big. Uh, Yeah. I mean, if Harrison doesn't fumble the ball going into the end zone, the Patriots are 1-0. Yeah. Like that, I think that's, that could be the one and two. I, I agree that it could be the one and two. I'm not sure if it's going to be Miami or New England yet. No, like. Oh, you think Miami and New England? It's three teams. Yeah. Right. It's three teams. (laughs) It's three teams. Yeah. And it, at this point could be any of them. Or any two of them battling it out at the end of the season to win the division. It could. I still think. I don't see any of them winning more than 10 games. I, so here's what I think. No chance Miami or New England wins more than 10. I don't see Buffalo winning less than 9. Like I think 10 is the floor for Buffalo, but it's the ceiling for the others. So I think if the others play yeah. to or slightly exceed in Buffalo, you know, regresses quite a bit, then we could end up in a dog fight. But I don't know that I see that happening. Yeah, they're going to have to make some changes if so we'll see. But Week I think one was rough. I'll take Miami there, but Okay. I think I don't know. I'm pumped. I can't wait to get back here next week yeah. and talk about the Cowboys being one and one. <laughs> the Steelers being one and one. No. Yes. Nah. Yes. Two no, baby. Two no, baby. We're gonna do it again this year. And then at the end of the season, 
Derek Carr is going to end up on Pittsburgh's team going into next year. Cool. Good for us. I'm not. So what? What do you think? I'm excited about Dwayne Haskins. Nope. Nope. <laughs> think I'm excited about Mason. Nope. Nope. Derek Carr would be a massive <laughs> improvement. Derek Carr, so here's what I think about Pittsburgh's team. If they could get a guy like Derek Carr, if Ben Roethlisberger can play the way I believe he can still play, we can legitimately compete this year. We have got so much talent on offense. If the offensive line just exceeds expectations a little bit, and we so can learn to the ball. outside. There's so much talent. There's talent outside. You know what I hate about the Pittsburgh team right now? It feels like a Dallas Cowboys team. Talent everywhere. So many skill players, but we can't just do the simple things. Like run on like third and short. Like run, yeah. It feels like a Dallas Cowboys and You team. can't do a quarterback sneak because your quarterback oh, might God. buck ben, one half. Ben tried to run early in the game. Did you I see saw. that? Oh, my Lord. I was on the golf course, and I went, oh, God. Oh, God. Get down. Get down. Get down. And he <laughs> fell down, and then the roughest-looking slide got up limping and, like, working his right leg. Help. I've fallen, <laughs> and I can't get up. I was like, please don't do that, yeah. Ben. And uh, whoever the commentators were, they're like, that, he's showing you what leadership's all about. I was like, please don't say that. Don't oh, let him the do commentators that are so bad. Like, <laughs> I was like, please don't say these guys. He are, needs to get down. What? He can't move. What are, what are we doing? Oh, I can't I do it, dude. I don't know. These, I can't wait to listen to Collinsworth because these guys stink. <laughs> they're so bad. Oh. At least I didn't have to listen to Bob Greasy give his takes. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, the commentators are pretty bad. I don't. Yeah, because they, yeah, that comment and the comment about when you got an 18 year veteran, you trust him to make the right decision, throw it out. I was like, that's the wrong decision. Run the ball. That's the right decision. That's what, what championship teams do. Showing you what leadership, Ben knew anything about leadership. He knows there's, we have no backup quarterback. If he get hurt, it's over. Well, you don't have to worry about Stop that. Stop running. Because he does. He throws the ball so quickly because he only throws it five yards. He does not. He threw a few passes down the field yesterday. Whatever. These back shoulder fades are as far as he can throw it. He's trying to throw a fade, but he can't <laughs> get it there. Back shoulder fades work. Claypool's a monster of the balls in the air. Juju made some tough catches. Deontay Johnson is electric. I can't wait for them to throw Muth the ball some more. Oh, I love that guy. Well, I love that guy. They're still starting Ebron. I know, and I don't know why. Because they make slap. poor decisions. Somebody needs slap. They make poor decisions. Their coordinator's they name so, is Canada. So one they thing, call ham bacon. So one encouraging Pittsburgh thing, big thing. We talked about it last week. T.J. Watt did get signed. Four-year deal. A lot of money. But he got signed. I'm super happy. They did it the Pittsburgh way, as in it was just quiet. And it was like, they just did it all of a sudden. No big negotiation process. Yeah. And if Great. things hold true to form, he still won't win Defensive Player of the Year because Chandler Probably Jones not. will. Or Aaron He's Donald. on pace for 85 sacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, uh. That's we should we should uh, keep see if Taylor Wan gets together or if he gives up. Uh, Did you see his tweet? Yeah, he got thank my you. But whoop today, I appreciate. I really like him. Well, by the way, I really like him. He had to because yeah, someone else was going to. Yeah, you got to get out there and just say it. Oh, uh, anyways, 
I think that'll do it for today. Also, uh, one last thing about Defensive Player of the Year, Aaron Donald. Did you watch the game? He routinely abused whoever was blocking him. A lot. Not a whole lot. I thought he looked amazing. I mean, he is amazing. I thought he looked amazing. It's not the most amazing I've seen him. No, I agree. It's not the most amazing I've seen him, but still, I was like, they can't even But, all right, we didn't talk about it very much. And before we sign off, we got to talk about it. L.A. Super Bowl contenders. My goodness. Super Bowl contenders. I'm all on the hype train for L.A. Super Bowl contenders. Just. Where's the weak spot? The first touchdown pass to Van Jefferson, right? Stafford's rolling to his left, throwing back to the right, like 60 yards. Yeah. On a dime. Money. Compare that to the Chiefs game. Patrick Mahomes is rolling to his right, throws sort of across his body down the field as far as he can throw it towards Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill stops and catches it. And they're like, oh, this is great. I'm like, that was sort of lucky. A little, because the defensive player found the ball, interception. Right. But it wasn't an amazing throw. It was just thrown out there. It was... I mean, it was. It's hard to throw a football that far, but there's several quarterbacks in the NFL who right. could have thrown that. I mean, like I agree. Uh, Stafford is really good. Yeah, and not that Mahomes isn't good, but I mean, if Mahomes farted in the huddle, it'd be the best <laughs> fart that's ever happened. It would. That would. Because he did it. Yeah. Have you seen his hair? It's yeah. awesome. It's great. Yeah. It's the best. I really like Mahomes, but I do agree that sometimes he makes plays that people are a little too in awe of and don't realize other guys can make that play. Right. I mean, like, I did see Taylor Heineke roll out to the left and shovel past the ball for a first down. Yeah. That nobody the announcers would have lost their ever-loving mind if Patrick Mahomes did that. Yeah. Happened all the time. Yeah, it does. Just all the time. Stinking Ben still does it. If he can do it, you can do it. Well, he might be actually throwing overhand. It just looks like Too an overhand. Merry Christmas. He's still got a little in the tank, man. He does. At this... Man, they need to just completely... He needs to Josh Allen it. Like, I would be happy if he just chucked everything down the field next week. Just He does. They're called back shoulder fades. He does not. Too many Christmas. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good week. <laughs> Uh, enjoy the games. See you next week. Yeah, don't forget to join the Pick'em. Yeah, jump on board because you don't have a big lead. <laughs> yeah, have a good one. See ya.